Peace to the gang. Peace to the gang. Yes, sir. And welcome back to Quit the Cat Podcast. All right. It's your boy, BP. Yes, sir. Alongside the bishop. That's I. And today's guest yes. is not really a guest. That's right. Because he's always here. Uh, but he is a father, yes. a husband, a son, and a brother. He is a leader of men and women. Yes. He is a he is the owner of Bishop Bang of Bang Bang Fitness LLC, as well as the owner and trainer at Bang Bang Fitness Center yes. here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He is also the host of this the host of this podcast. Yes. As well as he's a teacher and a leader, a mentor in Dolphin County Prison, as well as in York County Prison. You know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, today, really no introduction needed. We have my man, Bishop Bang. Yes, What's sir. Happening, How brother? you doing? I'm and, feeling good. But we can't leave out bro to go. They made it all Bro to go. Please excuse me. Made it all possible. Absolutely, we, man. We even leaked a little bit of information, but we're gonna keep it moving. Oh my bad. Oh, my no, bad. We good. We good because we there. All we right, there. smooth. We smooth. already got it. We 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 just waiting to do the details. Absolutely. You know, we definitely you in there. I already know you. Oh yeah, we in there. You know, coming to do a mission. That's it. That's it. So you know, before we get started on any yes. show, we gotta do a quick vibe check. How you feeling today? I feel like I'm coming into my future self, my higher self. So right. I'm feeling like my higher self today. Excellent. Yes, Excellent. that's where I'm feeling. Excellent. That's today. how I'm feeling. And you, how you feeling today? Today I'm feeling peaceful. Peaceful? Yeah, I'm feeling that's at good. peace today. That peace is always a it's good necessary, thing. It's necessary, man. Yes, I feel sir. good. Yes, sir. So we were talking Friday and we're like, yo, who are we going to have for a guest yeah. this week? And we we didn't really have nobody. And we you had reached out to a few folks, yeah. and nobody really got back. And that was cool. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I feel like we need to talk to you about you it. because we have people on here that are entrepreneurs, yes. are people that are striving into what they're doing, and it makes a lot of sense to have them on here. But I feel like this week it makes a lot of sense to have to talk to you because we talk often. Yeah. And and I know your story. I know where you came right. from. I know your background. We've reconnected several times. Yes. I've, I've known you way back yes. in the day when we were doing music. Yes. We reconnected when you uh, got out at Giant. Yep. And then we reconnected again yes. on this journey here. Yeah. And I'm like, man, just from my from the stories you tell us, whether it's just us chilling or it's us in the gym, mm -hmm. you just giving us the, the background of your life and how you came through things right. and, and how you at where you're at today. I find it amazing. And I think that people need that don't know you really need to hear your story. There's people that do know you, right, right. but they still don't even know all the yeah, details yeah, of exactly who you are and what, what it is that you had to come through and fight through personally, mentally, whatever yeah. whatever it was just in this world to get to where you're at today. So I feel like it's important to highlight Brent Bishop Bang Mosley, man. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I so it. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you go ahead and tell us the beginning, how it all started, where it all began at, and how, and, and lead us up to where we're at today. Well, so, you know, I I, I, I can go on in, in those stories, but growing up, uh, growing up was, I'm going to say different. Mm -hmm. And when I say growing up was different, because you see in this world where sacrifices that have to be made. Right. And when you're young, you don't understand the sacrifices, right. but if you pay attention as you're growing up, you start to see the sacrifices and what they meant. Absolutely. So you know, uh, I grew up. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say I grew up in Hall Manor, okay, uh, which is the South Side. Yep. So if you wanted to say like people being originally from South Side or 
you know, I know people from the South Side that grew up in the South Side when I grew up in the South Side, came right. to H. Hall Manor. Um, we was living with my grandma. My mom had went into the military. Okay. And she left us with my grandma. And my grandma was watching over us. My dad would come get us too. So, you know, he was getting his life together right. as well. You know, now that I understand that, because you would look back like, damn, why did my dad come get us? Why wasn't he living with Absolutely. him? But, you yeah. know. The story as it went, you know, he was finding himself and setting up for what later transpired for us to be with him. Okay. And, you know, we grew up out the South, running around the South, uh, playing as kids play. You know, my grandma was a neighborhood grandma, Miss mm-hmm. B. She governed all the children in the neighborhood. You know, when moms and dads went out, my grandma or moms my grandma would be one to watch all the kids. Right. We used to wake up in the morning, man, and people would be sitting at our table eating the food. Man, I used to be so mad because we'll come downstairs and there's already six kids sitting at the table eating cereal. Eating breakfast. And we only had so many bowls and spoons, so right. you had to sit in the living room and wait until somebody got done. And then you had to wait to eat, you know, for because she would feed the neighborhood right. as well as feed her own responsibilities. So grew up with my grandma. Uh, mom working military and Hershey, you know, working hard to take care of us. Right. And, you know, my dad was entrepreneur, different hustles, sell any and everything. Right. You know, and I used to watch that, watch the do's and don'ts of what not to do and what to do. And even before coming into that, like I always I'm big on looking back to see how you come to a place. Right. You know, so like me and my brother, we were big on, me and Juice, we were big on entertainment, like mm-hmm. this type of thing. We used to have a little radio, we used to create radio stations, and you remember when we had the tape, you pop the tape in, right. and we'd have an A side, and we'd do a B side, and we used to make up songs as we go, did commercial breaks, and did That's all dope. those things. We used to do that when we was little, you know, and definitely an entertainer. Uh, I, I used to, you said you was Michael Jackson. Yeah, I was about to get to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was Michael Jackson. I'm still a Michael Jackson fanatic. Right. Um, I love Michael Jackson. I love just the, the vision then. I used to dance. Uh, my grandma used to, I had a cardboard that I would carry. Right. I had the jacket. I had the red jacket with the, with the, with the zips on it, the black one. Right. The red and black one. I had the gloves, the pants, the penny loafers, the shoes, and Most, I had oh, the glittery nah. socks, and I'll go win, though. I would win. What you was in like? I, I was in comp- show. It was competition. Com- competition. Oh, the South Day of Meet Up. Right. And they would know. Like my brother, like my brother Unique used to be like, uh, they they, they down around there doing the mic. Where Brad? Go get him. And yeah. they come get me. And I bring my cardboard and I will come around there right. and we do the Michael Jackson and whatever moves. And this is the funny thing is, it was easy mimic then, and it wasn't like I was watching. We didn't have cable, so it wasn't like. We was watching Michael Jackson All the perform there yeah. yeah, like we can now. Yeah. So, you know, it was like if you seen something at that time as a kid, you just remembered it and it stuck with you. Right. So, you know, I could moonwalk, do the little spin. I probably did the moonwalk probably 30 times in that session and probably <laughs> spent around 50 times That's what you because it do. wasn't too much. You know, it was right. just the, the grace to it. So that was a thing. Uh, dancing, my dad used to DJ. We'd be with him behind the DJ booth down there on the floor in the mm-hmm. bars, you know, when yeah. he had to take us with him. And 
So we just grew up in that music, dancing, entertainment type vibe. Right. Um, and that was big for us, even as we was getting older and, and, and moving up. This entrepreneurship, hard work, even though we were, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't even want to call it less fortunate, you know, just trying to make, you know, when parents are trying to make right, things right. meet and, you know, seeing the growth, because I seen the growth, like my mom used to be like, when I come back for y'all, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z, I'm going to do boom, 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 you know, so when she first got her first car, you know, that was big, you know, and she pulled up on us, had her car, and I remember she came back and was like, I'm coming, I'm coming for y'all, so right. we're going to be moving into a house, and how were you at that time? At this time, I, I want to say, uh, I want to say around six or seven, okay. somewhere around there, six or seven. And I remember we we moved on. I want to say Park Street might have been first. Okay, we moved on Park Street, and then from Park Street we went, you know, to Briggs. And this is with my mom. We lived on Briggs. My dad was living uptown. Okay. At the time. So we would go from from my dad's to my mom's. And at that time, it was, you know, the neighborhood, still in the city, going to Merrill's, yep. inner city schools. And my mom's money started elevating, so so to say, in her career, moving up in the army, right. moving up in the job. So then, you know, she was like, we about to move up on out of here. We, we going out uh, lower Paxton. So... Move out of Laura Paxton. My mom sells her house to my dad on Briggs. Okay. So we still on Briggs. We still got our neighborhood friends. Right, right. We still in the hood, basically, to us. We like, okay, we're going to be living out here. Because at first, we was like a little distraught because, like, damn, we about to move out here, all of our friends. Yeah. And my mom was like, nah, I'm going uh, to sell the house to your dad. And y'all can come up here and stay with your dad. Like back and forth, so right. that's where that journey of being out both locations started to play. Uh, I remember, I remember going to Central Dolphin, and they, I'm gonna say, just uh, assess me to feel like I wasn't on that level. So oh, at that time, I yeah. I was a fifth grader. I remember going into Northside Elementary as a fifth grader. I, I like not to hold you. Bro, I don't even, it felt like it probably might have been two weeks or something like that. Or it could have been longer. I don't know what they came up with that they decided that I wasn't on the fifth grade level. Right. So it wasn't like I flunked by choice or it was by grades. Right. They just put me back in the fourth grade. So that was just their this, opinion yes. of you at that So at this time, time, you know, I still remember how I felt because here I am. You can count the black kids on your hand. Absolutely. I remember it was John yeah. Wilson and this girl, um, Lori, uh, something, Lori Fishburn. Like, yeah, I remember and, and, her. And yeah. We were like the only three black people in this school. So I'm in fifth grade. And then here y'all tell me, grab your stuff. And you walk me down the hall and put me in fourth grade. So, you know, I used to see the other kids that I was playing with and going right. to lunch with, and they like, oh, you in fourth grade, like they just bumped me back. So that was like an adjustment and identity and things like that. That made me a little bit mad, angry. Yeah, I so I terrorized, I terrorized that school when I was there. I remember Mr. Uh, Mr. Beard was the principal. Oh, I gave them hell, man. 
I remember I gave him um it 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 was it wasn't the fact that I couldn't learn or anything like that. It was the fact that y'all just right. did what y'all did. Did they ever so, try to No, nah, it wasn't no test. You? It, it was, wasn't no it test. Wasn't nothing they it did. was it was like a, a meeting that I wasn't in on and you know, my mom said that she feel like she she always talks about she regretted allowing because my grandmom always said, don't allow them to do that. Right. And right. my mom, she said that, you know, the school tried to convince her and my grandma kept saying, don't let them do that. Like, let him be where he's at. And right. if he can't make it. Let him not make it on his own. Right. Don't just assume that somebody is not up because. You know, it was an adjustment coming from Merrill's to going to Northside. Everything was, it yeah. was different. So that happened. And the fourth grade, that class became my class out there. And I remember, you know, meeting John and certain people out there. You know, and I, I, I was cool. I was cool after it settled in. After the dust cleared and I settled in. Right. You know, it, it was good. So I lived both worlds. I lived both worlds, and not to go into detail, I lived both worlds. You know that, both yeah, worlds yep. mentality, all the way up to, I remember I finished, I want to say, I got to sixth grade. I did one year at Linglestown. Okay. And How was that? that it, was, it was different. You know, so it, for me, that was the first time of middle school. So this is the middle school that I new at the moment right so then i remember whatever was going on between my mom and my dad my dad was like oh they need to be up here to go to school here so my dad ended up taking us and we went back to live with him we did a lot of back and forth hopping whatever they was going through right but you know nowadays kids got the the, the right to be like no i'm staying here i'm not going right. here like we ain't had that choice so my mom was like okay if you feel you can raise them i'm gonna send them but even with that with that being the decision that she made to have that communication amongst yeah. them is still vital because yeah, some parents could be like, nigga, you ain't raising nothing. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going to take my yeah. kids and yeah. you, you ain't going to see them. Yeah, and if mom, you think you could do better, mm -hmm. then you, you better go to court and you yeah, better fight yeah. to get see, them. My, you know my, I mean? One thing I love about my mom, my mom is the type, she, I'm going to show you. You, you see what I'm saying? I'm gonna let right. you. I'm gonna let you, you think this do is what you say you right. think you can do. Right. So you know, it, it was. Uh, it was. We already were adjusted to the people because we be on the hills. So, right. You know, they went to school. Um, and this is a funny thing. Juice was already going to Woodward, so okay. Juice didn't switch over yet. Like I was just out Central Dolphin. Just by yourself. Juice was still going to Woodward, so okay. he was still in the hooks in the in the city, yeah. still going to school there. Right. So. I um I ended up seventh grade. I was at the zoo and uh, up to middle school. And for anybody that's well, in my it. class of age, tell them what the zoo the is. The zoo was the middle school, and this is before. I mean, Brian Cut stuff probably was going on, but there was an era where it was like the blacks versus the Latinos. Uh -huh. That was the era of where blacks were in school beefing with. The Spanish kids. And I remember one time we had a riot. And this riot happened to fall. It's so vivid to me. Because it, it was a thunderstorm outside. And this just set the mood. Right. Thunderstorming. And it was a riot inside the school. Oh, we was a fighting. Riot. It was a riot. A full yeah, full-blown riot. Full riot. People were fighting. And not just fighting. Like, people were more of desecrating and destroying the school. Yeah, yeah. I remember we knocked the wall. Well, I ain't going to say we, but my peers... They knocked the wall down that was connecting the, the uh, lunchroom. 
And it was it was crazy, man. And I remember one time I could leave and go anywhere. I used to go swimming every day. I didn't even have swimming as I had it one period. But I got I was like I was always good with being a people person, so to say. Right, right. Like I knew how to talk to teachers and knew how to get the adjustment to what I wanted because I promise you this teacher, this teacher, yes, I was, I was real good. This teacher knew that I already had swimming and now I'm here again. Right. And I just, it's just, it wasn't safe for me. I just feel like this is the safest place for me. So, you know, and right. I was swimming all the time. Like I would come in, have my swim stuff. That's how I not learned how to swim, but that helped me. Right. And, you know, I took swimming lessons before, but just having swimming that much I, at the middle school from there to going to outdoor center. Hey, I, you know, so I'm here helping feeding the animals, helping take care of the outdoor right. center when I'm supposed to be doing something else. So it was like coming from Central Dolphin, coming there, they didn't really pay attention to me. Right. Right. You, you, We're in the city at, school. At, yeah. At mid, middle school. Yeah. Okay, middle yeah, school yeah. Because my mom came up there one time, Miss Howard, may she rest in peace. My, I call my her her daughter Sharon, my sister, uh-huh. uh, Miss Howard. My mom came up there and was like, "I'm coming to check on my son," and they was like, "Who's your son?" And then she said my name. They was like, "Where is he at?" And they was like, "What what work grade is he in? What house is he oh, in?" Oh, they didn't even know. They didn't even know I was, was there. Yeah, like bro, I was like literally going to classes, doing like stuff, and just doing me. Right. And. Nobody never checked me. So it was like, I had certain people like Mr. Asado and different little teachers that was making sure, you know, you in their right. class, you do their work and things like that. But the guidance counselors and things, they didn't even know I was there. And when that, my mom came That's to check crazy. on me and see what was up with me and they didn't know who I was. My mom was livid kind of. She was like, oh yeah, I can't have him yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to have to switch him back. And then, you know, Miss uh, Howard said, I'm going to look out for him and, you know, finish the year and, Things like that. I didn't even get to finish. Dude, I think I, I want to say I, after my mom came there, probably a month after that, I was back out in Town. Okay. Um, it was, it was like, you know, cause I seen them sixth grade. I wasn't there at the beginning of the yeah, year. And next, you know, in the, the middle end. of the year, yeah, I'm yeah. thrown right back in Town, And, you know, it was, it was an adjustment and. How did that make you feel though? Like, I, at at that, the time, I was, I, I was, uh, what was the it was this different, it was, it took away my freedom. Like, right. cause up, up, the, up the middle school, I could skip, I can go home. Man, we'd be in the cemetery, we'd be yeah. cutting through the pen dot up there, playing on, you know, walking through their stuff, doing, and not really worried about school, man. And I, my, my guy, uh, Dalil Muhammad, that was my guy in, uh, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And that's when, uh, the, the, Guns became a part of my life. In seventh grade? Yeah. Wow. So I'm going to say, do you know what's so crazy? By seventh grade, uh, I think I caught a gun charge 15. Really? So I had I had caught a gun charge 15. And, you know, juvenile, that's not, it wasn't harsh. So then I started playing with guns. And what was going on at that point in time that you felt you needed a gun? Nothing. It was just something we wanted to do. Just, you just had to have yeah. a gun. Yeah, gangsters carry guns. 
Word. So, so that's, that yeah. was your, that was your theory on yeah, it. Like, like gangsters carry guns. Yeah, carry, I'm a gangster. Like, I need do. a gun. We carry right. guns. Like, you know, I, it, it was funny, man. I had, I can tell this now. It's funny that it was Linglestown, seventh grade. That's why I said after this. So my man, John, he bring me this. I'll never forget it. This Beretta. It was a 45 Beretta, chrome. This gun, this gun was so big and so heavy. Right. And now, mind you, I'm a kid still. I'm, I'm a kid. Yeah, you seven grade. Bro, yeah, we ain't yeah, got yeah. no gun training, no nothing, nothing. man. And listen, this is so funny. I, I, I remember I, I was the type. Let me hold it. Every in every situation. Right. I'm the oldest. I'm, I'm holding the gun. Right, right, right. Like, that was always me. I'm holding the gun. Every time I'm holding the gun, guns, gun, I'm holding them. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Yeah. So I had had this gun, 45 Beretta, chrome. Remember, it was big. And I remember playing with it. Ain't had no. We had two bullets playing with it. So John, like, yo, go ahead. Like, hold it. My dad got a bunch of them. I said, say less. Oh, word. So okay. I got, we don't know about stolen guns, serial codes, and None serial that, yeah. numbers and all that stuff. We don't know about that. I remember having a gun, and I remember John was like, bring it to school. Oh, okay. I said, all right. Boom, so we bring it to school. I'm quiet in class. I'm doing my regular, normal routine. Right, right. So now, I, John, like, oh, I got more bullets for it. We, we, we busting it up. Okay, boom. So I get a gun to him. I got the shells. We in school. This guy telling everybody. So it, 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 not when I say telling everybody, when you tell more than one, when you tell yeah, one person, you told, you everybody, told everybody because yeah. you telling somebody Word and they're going to right. school. And this is this is the era before school shootings. Yeah. So you know these these ain't the things where you'll be worried about and you hearing things and you seeing you, there's no social media right, there's right. none of that stuff that's going on. So and I hear from a couple people, John got a gun. Somebody come to me. Did you know John got a gun? So nah, I ain't know John got a gun. Uh, so then they call this big uh, assembly. Everybody to the auditorium, all the classes. So bro, in my uh, mind, when they're bringing everybody to the auditorium, the whole school, I go in the bathroom. Now here, am I am I thinking right? Don't don't judge me. I I took the shells and dumped them in a paper a paper towel. I wet the paper towel, right? And then I took more paper towels and I wet the paper towels and I stuck all the paper towels and I, I soaked and wet them and I dropped it in the trash can. Boom! I go into the auditorium. We sitting there. Everybody's in there. And I remember I'm saying, John, his last name, Brent Mosley, to the office. So they brought everybody down. Everybody, the whole, school, the whole school, the, the, the whole school was in the whole school was in the auditorium. auditorium. Yeah, the whole school. I never forget it. So when we come in, we all walk into the auditorium. When we walk into the auditorium, you see the Lower Paxton Police people in the lobby. They got dogs and all these things in the lobby. Uh, so then man. they come to me. They say, "Where's John?" I say, "He was here. He was here." Where? Like. John already left and started walking to the crib. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so bro already broke out like he knew. He knew so from from Linglestown to where he lived in Devonshire Manor was a long walk. That's a hike. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. listen, this is the crazy part. While we're in the school, they search my locker, search his locker. 
they don't, well, you had a gun, did it? I said, I never had nothing. Nobody ever seen me with nothing. Right, right. I, you know, I, you know, so they searching bathrooms, lockers. They ain't find nothing on me. They let me go back. They, he left the school, so they let everybody go back to their classroom. Right. So as I'm on the bus and we're getting to back over our way, when we're getting out, the couple people was like, yo, they picked John up on his way to his house. So they ended up grabbing him, getting right. the gun. Bruh ended up, it wasn't stolen or nothing like that. It was his dad's. Yeah. You know, he, he had it on his person when they got him. So they were saying that it was in school because he had it. He was at in school. His book bag. Yeah. yeah, so bruh ended up getting booked for that. Um, he was gone for a while. That was my thing after that. Like, after that, it was guns. Like, I, I literally carry a gun to school I want to say not now so when I when I say carrying it to school was because at this time we're out of Lingostown right we enter Central Dauphin okay so now me I go every day from Central Dauphin after school to the hill that's so how you, that works. So how did, was you driving at that point? No, at this at this time I wasn't driving. So I would get I would I would get rides okay. from seniors or certain females. Yeah, I would yeah, get yeah. rides or you know certain people if they drove they would come get me from school. Right. And drop me off. Drop here. me off. Yeah. I can get rides from people. You know what I mean? Get a ride in the hood. And so it got to the point where by the time I got dropped off, you know, bro and cuz stuff was escalating right. at a, at a higher rate. You know and at this time, you didn't. I didn't mention that I went to school. So okay. on the hill, like you have your friends, they go to school. People go to school, but then you know some of the people I started hanging around and started to meet, they didn't go to school. Right. Like I, a lot of my homies and friends, like they didn't go to school, and some of them was because their mom didn't sign them up. Right. And things like that. So I didn't really know the value of what I was learning and what I knew compared to everybody, everybody else. else. Right. And it started to play a, a factor, though, and it really started to make sense when it came to time to make money, so to say. Um, I always worked a job and hustle. Like, when I turned 15, I got my working license. Uh, I, I was working and hustling at the same time. Right, like right. This time, you know, we, we was selling weed. And and this is the weed with the this ain't the stuff they sell yeah, now. This is the stuff. Wasn't no Zaza. Yeah, it's, this this was all the. It was regalala. Yeah, that other stuff. <laughs> So, you know, um, I started doing that, was getting weed and out Central Dolphin before it was a sting. So I don't, you know, not to go into the sting, right, but right. it was a sting with a couple people and they made the paper, it was huge. But these guys that were, before the sting happened, they were at my school. So, okay. I, you know, some people can mimic what's hood or mimic the style versus when you see it. Right, right. So these dudes like, oh, yo, yo, bro, it's cool. Nah, 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 bring old bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, they think they, they rock oh, with we, you. We, 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 we old heads, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, bro, I got my old yeah, heads, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, but you, I, you ain't even yeah, set up Yeah, I, I feel to be. you. So, you know, John's out. John back in the school. So it's, we in there. Oh, man, I remember uh, dropping a drop called Billy Simon. You remember Billy? Uh, Tall, uh, man, we went out there with Jermaine Hall. We all, like, Central Dolphin by this time started getting a More couple of people folks, yeah. out, out, the, out the way. 
you know, Derek Saunders, a couple people yeah, going up there. Derek, yeah. uh, but before you had a couple of the white boys, Tor, and all these dudes that was, you know, the old heads, and they was selling weed and like, young boy, we want to put you on. We like, okay. You know, you be in the same. Right, right. You know what I mean? You can start moving this up there. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm cool. I'm, I'm That's what I'm going to do. Let's do this. Right. So when I get up there, they first thing they give me was a pound. Now, mind you, I ain't never had a pound of weed before. Right. I was playing, I want to say ninth grade football. I was at practice. This is how this came about. I'm at practice. I'm on my way to practice. Right. Practice. practice. So I'm, I'm walking to practice. practice. Yeah. So I'm going to practice and this car pull up. John, like, yo, what you going to do? Play football or you going to move this? I was like, oh, they gave it to you? He's like, yeah. The coach said, where are you going? I said, I quit. <laughs> just, it, just, just like that. On the way to the and, joint, and, like, and, I'm done. I quit. I went and put my helmet, took all that stuff off. I got in the car. It was yard out. So I had to, we, we split the pound. He took his, uh, I think, 16. I, I took eight. He took eight. Right. And I'll take it on the head. First thing they say to me, where you get this from? I was like, I got it from my folks out there. They're like, they got more. I said, I think so. I got to sell this. And right. Then, you know, they're going to look out. Boom, boom, boom. So the first time it went, it went, uh, it went cool and it, it was working out. I, I made a couple runs, brought right. some of it back and they, they trusted me with more. So then as I'm getting more, I don't know, like my, my brothers, they, they 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 going with the program like right. they they making it work for themselves and I didn't recognize that at the end of the day that they were setting me up to mm. get more and they was going to burn right. me yeah. but because it wasn't mine and it was coming from somebody from out there so what happened was they ended up not burning me but just not paying me the full amount right. of what I was supposed to be getting. To return, we doing more uh, smoking it, and right. they're selling it and doing whatever they want. Yeah, they're giving me the money, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, doing what I'm. Cause I'm a young boy, so they like we going use the young boy get to get it from yep, him. Yep. And so that long story short, we ended up. I ended up owing them, so okay. I ended up owing the dudes from out east. Out the way. So, you know, I told them, "Oh, we gonna make we can make it right. I just need some more. We gonna do." We're going to figure something out. I got right. this money for you, but I'm going to pay you, but I need another one. So the boy was like, cool, you know, cool. So my cousin Trill made rest in peace. He was like, we're going to go out there. We're going to put this in this. And this was funny. We put, uh, it wasn't even money in the bag. We had, I forgot what we folded in the bag. It had it in the paper bag. And I remember we went out to the boy's house. <laughs> Out to his house. He trusted, like, come to the crib, boom. Now, I'm feeling secure because I got my folks with me. Yeah, yeah. You, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Got I got my now. folks yeah. with me, you know. So we go out there, man. We go into the crib. He got the stuff on the table. We got somebody outside, car running. So I'm nervous. I'm sitting there, and he's like, yeah, you got the money? He was like, yeah, is this the new joint? He was like, yeah, this is it. My cousin Trill snatched that joint off the table. Oof. Run out the door. I turn around, run to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We run, jump in the car, car spread off. Now, mind you, bro, I got to go back to school out here. I'm about to say, how's that working? I have to go back yeah. to school out here. But I'm strapped now. Right, so okay. I, I'm, I'm right, 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 right. So, you know, it was it was things where I got out there. He see me, he was like, so I, bro, I feel the energy before I get into school. Right, right. Like, 
it's already you whispers. Yeah, you already know like they waiting for me to come to school. And I'm like, at first I was like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm not going to school. My mom was like, you gotta get out of here. Right. Go to school. So I get to, I remember I get to school. Eric is buzzing. Oh, Torin, I'm looking for you. Hey, uh, 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 it's all this, it's all this chatter. You know what I mean? Like these dudes is gonna do whatever, whatever the case may be. Right, right. So I remember them approaching me, talking about, oh yeah, young boy, you gotta pay that back. You with debt, and plus you won't rob us. Like, bro, it was real heated. Like after school, we going, uh. It's like, okay, that ain't happening. So I remember leaving early so I can get out to school. Right. And, and, and hurry up and get to where I was going, man. But it got crazy, like, uh, it, like that episode with them and me burning them, it got crazy until, you know, a couple of them got locked right, up. Right, right. They got busted in that sting. One of the persons that I burnt, he didn't get caught up in the sting like everybody else. And bruh still wanted his money. It was funny because I'm a grown man. I remember bruh hit me on Facebook like, yeah, I remember what you did to me. Like, bro, we had our feet, man. I was like, this was mid-30s a couple years ago. Stop. Like, bro, you still thinking about that? Yeah. But, it, you know, it got to the point where... It wasn't, I think, the first time that they approached me outside of school, I think they tried to come up on Walnut before. Right. Right. They tried to come on the hill. And that's still too close to the hood. That, 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 that was way too close because then they seen, like, oh, he's with some different people yeah, out here. Yeah, and we yeah. going to have to wait until he's out there. Yeah. Like, they came up and seen yeah. what it was. You know what I mean? So... I, I like and you know the bros like yo who's these dudes like yo like yeah they the ones from the weed they, right they, right they, oh yeah they shut that down like, like that shut that down and the bros was like dolphin. yo listen if anything you know we plus I had that joint on me but I wouldn't have popped nobody in school but yeah. I just that just made me you know I'm sure I'm small it made me I still that's where my heart was right right me, you know so that situation, all of that transpired, you know, ninth, tenth grade, still right. learning, doing my work, teachers helping me, you know, where I was I wasn't lacking, you know, past and you know, I come up on the hill, people ain't think I went to school. They just think I was chilling and, you know, like they was because every, yeah, cause everybody didn't come out at right. the same time, you know, I pop up up two thirty, three o'clock after school. You know, I didn't never really mention where I went to school, like my right. close homies knew and it paid off though because I I was around people that couldn't count absolutely um, couldn't like having some type of formal like some type of education yeah, will help you assess situations differently. Very much so. So I looked at the hood business differently, you know. And then I mean, you know, Carrie may rest in peace. Carrie was like, "Yo, I'm gonna take you on the other side, introduce you to Squeak," and I met them, and that's when cocaine crack came in my life okay. and okay that's when i started like they was like yo we ain't selling weed no more we selling this and i got to see it so wasn't like, like you just watching new, new new jack city and nothing like this you know what bro i want to say this had to been like 10th grade really yeah this oh, was like 10th grade, 10th grade. Yeah. I, this is like 10th grade before going to 11th like, this was around then because, like, people out Central Dolphin didn't know what crack was. Right, right. They didn't know what crack right, was. Like, yeah. the students there didn't know what crack was. You know, it, it was normally, like, uh, LSD, the little sheets, yep, acid yep, that they was yep. getting off the paper. And it was just, like, weed and, and drinking and smoking weed out of bowls. And A couple people the, might have had some coke yeah, out yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but it wasn't nothing to, because they didn't know what crack was. Right. Um, 
I remember I ain't know what crack was until I seen. I remember one time, man, my cousin had gave me a quarter, mm-hmm. and it was already topped up. And I started running with some New York uh, guys that you know moved in, in in Regina Street. I started right. hanging with them, you know. And for me, rest in peace. He was like, "Yo, I can show you how to move this." And he gave me a couple of dollars for it, but not as much as I knew it was you worth. Make, huh? And yeah. I came back to my cousin. He said, "What you do with that stuff?" I said, "I gave it to my man. He gave me one hundred and twenty dollars." He was like, "What?" How much that was worth? You could have made like five, six hundred dollars off of that. I was like, I ain't know. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. was my first time fumbling the bag. My cousin was like, he was hot. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. then it wasn't scarce to get. Like there were so many different people getting coke and cooking crack, and you could find different everywhere you yeah, went. Yeah. Like every old head in the hood was trying to be the plug. Right. And it was a point where everybody was competing not with guns or things like that but just with the product itself right right so if i got the better product you're gonna come to me and i win and, you yeah. know and, and you know that that type of thing so i was the type of person i was cool with everybody man and i i used to uh i would buy something from somebody get fronted something from you then i'll come to you buy something from you front me something then i'll go over here to this dude yo i'm gonna buy something from you front me something so I used to stack crack instead of stacking money. Right. So that's what I did. I would, you know, some people would stack money, spend money. Right. I'd rather stack the product. And, and that way something. I'm always going yeah. to have. And then that way, you know, like I was feeling like that would be my fastest way to selling weight. So, you know, you do that and you become good on the block. You get a lot of sales. You get people, you know, so it was like to the point where the old heads was like not territorial, but. Nah, this is my young boy. He get money. He with me. Yeah, so they started yeah, yeah. wanting you to be with them. No, right. he's with me. He, uh, so it turned into that type of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? And then, you know, the hood has its thing where, you know, we was Elm Street and you had Regina Street. Didn't like Elm Street, even though we was a street right there, over, yeah, even yeah. though we all used to be cool. Because now money and the game is changing to where now there's so many people in the hood selling the same thing. But there wasn't enough fiends. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's how the war started. You know, and then you had the people that wasn't really hustlers. They just was out there fumbling the bag, buying sneakers, falling off their feet, needing plays. You had, man, if you get in the car, bro, it'd be to the point where you can get in the car and let's say you was getting a half. There'd be old heads that didn't know how to count. If you brought a bunch of fives and right. tens yeah, and you know. real quick, dudes was just taking money and sticking it on the other right. pile of the money. Right. And, you and, and move it. Oh, bucks. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they, at, at that time, it was definitely popping. Like, it was it was from hanging with Amp and them and seeing, like, because, bro, Amp got money. I don't right. care what nobody says. If anybody knows Anthony Burke, bro, got money. Like, he was getting money, and you learned to watch Squeak was getting right, money. Right. Like you see people that were getting money, and you know I was around them, and we all were together, so to say, rock and all these different people. So you had that transition, all the street stuff, you know, and then life comes. Not to get into all that, but that's where it started taking me to that point and just grinding. Then I got into the pill game. It wasn't too many people doing that, right. and you know I uh, I remember. Before I get to that, so that's too fast forward, but 9th, 12th grade, got kicked out of school, 
for fighting somebody that didn't even go to my school. Ended up getting no school would take me, so I ended up going to John Harris. Right. Uh, that ain't go well because now I'm up there around the uh, uptown around people. The action, so yeah, yeah it wasn't like you could learn the piece because I was sitting yeah. off and you could learn right. and go to your class and not worry about. It. So now I'm up the high. So now it's definitely got to carry it on me. I'm, you know, staying to myself a little bit because you don't want to get caught with the joint on right, you and right. stuff like that. But we didn't run no penalties of what is happening now if you get caught with a gun in school. But at that time, you know, you just out there So yeah. school, school was over. Bro, listen, my first day up John Harris, there was a riot. Oh, my first day when they see me there. What? They was like, oh, he's up here. Because all my homies didn't go to school. Right. Bro, people that were going to school at that time, uh, you had a... a a few handful, like Mill Diz, Preston was going to school, right, right. me, Jammer. You know, it was only a handful right. of dudes that was really in the game going to school. Right. Everybody else was on the block. Right. Like, they didn't go to school. So you had a handful, and then you had certain dudes in the hood that you know will rumble for the cause of the hill and stuff. Because, like, the right. Darkville dudes, they went to school. So you like, okay, I'm still up here with them. Right, You know right. what I mean? So it's still some homies from the hood. That, you know, and then the uptown, they got far away to travel yeah. to there. So I remember my first day up there, man, with uh to Maine and uh, it was a whole riot out front. The whole what? fight. We was fighting, we ain't never doing bus. It was cops, everything. So I was like, damn. I remember getting called in the next day and they was like, If you're from Central Dolphin, how do they know you? I remember that I remember right. this, like Wait, see, that's what the that's, that's what, what this principal said yeah. to me because he was like, Everybody know if you're not from here, how does everybody know you? Right. And I was like, oh, I am from here. I just was going to school somewhere else. So I ended up getting um I ended up getting locked up. And I ended up getting my educate I ended up finished getting my high school diploma in jail. Cause right. I, at the time the the, edu- the school curriculum in jail was Central Dolphin. Right. So, okay. You know, right. I still had my credits, all that stuff rolled over. So I took, finished in there, got my um, got, got my GED, finished that thing. I got it converted to a, a high school diploma, and I had my diploma. So that's how that went. Then it was just like. Did your folks not know what you was doing? Like, no, was no one aware of besides um, your homies and maybe your brothers? My dad, my dad, my dad, man. My dad at the time, bro, I don't, he could. My dad was the biggest supporter of whatever you wanted to do. If it was negative, if you was going to do some a pull, some work in, my dad was the type he's going to. Right. He still is. He be with the shit right now to this day. Like Man. even in his seventy years of age, seventy about to be seventy. And I met him. He seemed nice yeah, to me, but I don't. I don't you know what I mean? He nice baby. to me. So. Yeah, he nice to everybody. Yeah. But let it be where something where you got to ride or you got to. He is down the ride, bro. Right, like right. he is, he's down the ride. So, you know, it that that transition, jail, doing those things, and just you know, I got into the music, right? Was yep, doing the music, yep, he was that. selling the pill, doing the music. We had the John popping, made the label, was doing shows, and I I say this to say that, in that stage, uh, and this is the advice that I would give to anybody, when you start to to do something, you gotta learn the game with yep, it. Yep. I remember I started hanging around A and R's managers. Yep. I started hanging around the people watching how they were running their companies, 
watching going to Philly. I remember before uh, state property started booming, my my folks was from Philly, so he was uh the one guy that was running the record label up here. Right. He was from Philly, so he was always around. Um, State property was around PD crack, young guns. Like I was around these guys Early when they were standing game. on the corner, still sitting on the corner and talking about music in Philly. Like I was standing around them, like going in barbershops in Philly where they were meeting and battling. I'm just watching because right. I wasn't really a rapper. I came in as a rap, but with my with my label and my team, I started trying to rap. But I was more in the business aspect. Right. Like I'm gonna use this drug money. I'm gonna use it to do this, and we gonna do boom, boom, boom. And I had a team of people that believed in me. Right. So even to get that experience, that was a good thing, you know. So learning and, man, bro, we built a studio, got the equipment, got top of the line equipment. We even started recording other people's music. Right. That's how far we got along yeah, yeah, with yeah. just getting the things that was needed. I learned how to work the boards, learn what patching was, plugins, you know, all of those different things. Learned about all of that stuff just from reading the Pro Tools book, right, you know, right. and, and became familiar with the business and what it what, what it would take. So, you know, I, I feel like at any business that people are doing, you have to get the knowledge Absolutely. behind what it is that you're doing to, to be become done. that yeah. thing. Yep. And the more you get the knowledge behind a certain thing, you become that thing. Absolutely. It becomes what you think because yep. your brain is so filled with That's all you do. That thing. That's it. So it it, it becomes that by. thing. And I remember one time, man, this is how the fitness thing came along. I was sitting there in front of the computer one day and I could see my reflection. And I don't know if everybody, I just felt in my body, yo, you ain't healthy, bro. Like, you're not your, right. That was your thought? Yeah, I looked, in the, I was looking in the mirror, I was like, looking at the computer screen reflection, right. I was like, man, I got to get right. Like, you know, I'm 20, I'm late 20, I'm like, yo, something ain't right, I got to get, I got to get so right. So there was no one you seen, you just looked at nah, yourself I just looked at myself. Like, I, I seen myself this. and I was like, I got to change. So I remember getting out of the chair, I'll never forget, getting out of the chair, trying to bust out push-ups. And because I was like in jail, I was working out. Right. You know, they was calling me swole. And I'm like, we was lifting beds and water. That was right, hard. Right. But it was something that I did like doing, you know what I mean? So I remember sitting in, in front of the computer like, dang, bro, you was doing this over here and you was feeling. So you got to get back to that. Right. So I just remember doing push-ups and I started, you know, making uh, my transition. Because I remember telling my brother, look, y'all take this music stuff. Y'all still do what y'all do. Yeah. You know, it didn't go because now the brain a little bit of the business part is gone. Yeah. So, you know, now y'all got to figure it out on your own because I'm, I'm transitioning into something else. Yeah. So I started, man, working out, started taking it uh, seriously. I remember, I, I man, I, I tried to uh, sign up for when they first came here to Stampede. Yeah, and, their first Stampede. Bro. I, I didn't know nothing about, I haven't been playing football since the day I put my helmet up and, and shit and went to sell yeah. drugs. I had to learn football all over. And this ain't when social media and all this oh, stuff. Yeah. So I had to learn about the 40-yard dash, how to do the stance, uh, what kind of drills they did, all these different things to prepare myself right. to be a football player. Absolutely. You know, so I started getting in the mind. I, man, I was jogging with the vest, taking a dog every morning, relentless. I'm working out every morning, doing drills, running cones. I'm doing all these things as if I'm a football player. Right. Just to get ready for this practice. So, you know, this is preparation and what you're, what you're, what you're going to do. Right. So, I do this. I get to the practice. Because I'm, I'm going to get it real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, Get to the practice. And I remember... First play, stub my thumb. 
my thumb swelled up so bad that it took my focus off of everything that was going on. Right. Then it came to the mental part where they was out there and was calling plays and doing and everybody knew where to go and what to do, and I didn't. Yeah, you didn't know. I didn't know none of that because yeah. I didn't play in college. Right, I right. didn't know none of that stuff. So, you know, it didn't work out for me, but I, I was sad because I trained so hard. And I was. I, I remember laying in bed. I was mad that I didn't make the team. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play flag football right. across the river. Ended up doing that, you know, and then my uh, boy Mike Tism hit me up and was like, yo, you want to play football? I was like, What's up? He was like, you can play for the Hasbro Sharks. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, Come try yeah, out for the Hasbro Sharks. So I was like, all right, I'm with it. You know what I mean? Went out there. You know, I'm still working out, still not a trainer yet. Still just, you know, for me, working out, going in the hood, working out playground. So I go try out for them. I was like, okay. You know, it wasn't really a trial. You can make the team if you could right. play, be a little bit. So I started doing that. And that was different transitioning to that. But I went to the point where, I started training people in the hood when they seen me. Right. Like, bro, can I come join you? Yeah, right. Boom, boom. That's how I started. So I was wow. training people in the Just hood. Just you working out on yourself trying yes. to get ready for football. Yep. So then I was like, man, I need to get in the gym. Right. So I was like, I want to be a trainer at the gym. You know, I ain't know nothing about certifications, know about those things. So I was like, how can I get in the gym? And my stepmom at the time was working with Rick Brown at Planet Fitness. Okay. So I was like, find out about a trainer. I went in there to be a trainer. It was like, you need certification. Trainers, they know this. So I was mad. Like, man, right. I got this. And I, so I was like, well, what y'all hiring for? The, giant, the janitor. You can clean it. Down. I said, yeah, let me get it. So I came in there at the janitor. I remember I cleaning. Then they I'd come in and work out with my janitor stuff. When right. people would see me working out and just see the exercises I was doing. They'd come over and be like, you work here? Can you help me? And the trainers used to get mad because people was coming over asking me for help. Right, right. The trainers like, he's just a janitor. He the... So, yeah. you know, Planet Fitness at the time was 24 hours. So I worked in the morning cleaning. Then I had a break in the daytime and I came back around 6. And then I worked the 6 to like 3.30, something in the morning cleaning. Okay. Bro, I had so many people come into the gym after 8 to work out with me in the train at Planet Fitness. That it looked like a club in there. I remember one time they pulled up wow. and I was like, all these people here, bro, I had that joint jumping. I used to have that joint jumping that's at night. Crazy. So many people would come there at night when I was there, and that's how I started. And then I started, people started recognizing me in the morning too, like, okay. And that's when I knew I was like, hey, you know, I got something here. Right. People's trusting me and coming to me. Right. So, you know, I still was. I couldn't train nobody in there, but I still had people like Lil, she's still with me. Like people that started trusting me. To train them, you know, I ended up moving to Virginia right. for a little bit, came back, still was working out. And even when I was down there, I was doing floors in Virginia when I moved uh, moved uh, to Virginia. Right. And I still go work out. And then people used to see me like, yo, you still go to the gym and do these floors and carry this stuff? I'm like, yep. You know what I mean? And I ended up doing the floors, learned how to do floors, did that for about six months, came back here. And then that's when I, I hooked up with... Uh, Came back here, I started training B major. Right. So I trained B major for a while, and we was like working out together, and it was just building and turning into something, man. So then people started asking me like, "Yo, where can we?" So I started having people at Reservoir Park in the band shell. Okay. You know, that, okay. You know, we started doing that there, and then I remember it. You know, we switched from Planet Fitness out to Golds, and I'll bring people to Golds, and they'd be like. Uh, you know how to train her, you can. So when they see me, they knew what it was. And plus, from hanging with, like, I met Terry. Right. That's when Terry gave me all the information, put me on the things. 
and they knew when they seen him or seen me, they knew like, oh, what y'all in here doing? Right. Because you know they started pinpointing. Yeah. They really was on his ass, like you know they was kicking him out yeah. of jail because they knew he was training people. So I flew under the radar a little bit, and got a job at the airport, working at the airport. One day I was like, man, I got this whole basement. I was standing in my basement at the crib, and right. I was like, I'm about to turn this into a gym. So I cleaned Word. out all the stuff, got rid of everything, and I remember just putting the floor down. Only thing we had was a couple dumbbells and some yoga mats. And it was just like that whole structure of building to where it was at now is just it's just so much in detail and that yeah, by itself. And that's why I'm like, we can't I know we had we gotta yeah. get ready to cut it off, but I'm like, I think that like it's so much even from the time you yeah. You you had to go to Virginia and yeah. all and what was yeah, all going lot. on. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we we got the early story, but what, yeah. what got you it, here it, is like, bro. It was so it, it was it. it was to even get to that part, man. It it's so much in that story that you know it's stuff in my past that I try to leave that I, you know, try to leave there. Like you right. know, I almost got my life lost my life a couple times, right, right, you know, right. down there. That and that was very shaping into the person that I am, man. And like that whole, like the street life stories and the right. stuff that I endured or things I seen, the murders and the things like, you know, I lost my cousin. He got killed right beside me. Right. You know, I, and I, you know, I lost both cousins yeah, yeah, and yeah. I lost truck. I lost, uh, and we lost, uh, I, it's so many, even down to, um, man, it's Carrie. Yeah. We lost Carrie. I remember, the first time I can't think of uh, Ralphie when he first got killed, um, like it was just so much, man. It you know, Amf, you know, Fiendball, that that situation, right? All those different things, man, and and just countless other stuff. Like when I tell you outside in the city after twelve o'clock at night, okay. I'm gonna say after eleven, after the sun go down, right. the city used to be different. Like it was a different world after night. Like man, I remember I seen somebody get decapitated and they head was rolling down camera street like wow. me and my cousin said like these were the things that before i moved like these were the things that i was like man i gotta get out of here right you know like right. i felt like it was a point in time where death was following me and then you know the more you move up in that game move up in that game the enemies get come bigger right, some right. of them be the people that's right beside right. you you know so right. that like when i start trying to sell weight and started trying to move weight and have like the adversaries became very very different you know, my life was in danger a lot of times just from making money. And, you know, I let that hammer fly. It was just, like, to protect itself. Like, don't get me wrong. I like the drama sometimes. Right, like, I was right. with the shit. Like, I like shooting guns. Right. But, and it was the point where I met my match. Like, I'll tell anybody, you, there's somebody tougher somebody, than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, like, I'll be yeah, hearing people talking somebody, now yeah. that be talking like, bro, you never let that hammer fly. Right. You've never right. been on the other side of them bullets. You never been on. You never been right, here. You right. know, there's people that been on the other side, of it, and there's some people that just talk and they just did jail. You never really been out here to know what it's like when it, when somebody's trying you to take you here because y'all never got to that level of find making money. So, like when you, I tell anybody, if you think you gonna come out here and just eat and ain't nobody coming for you, the wolves is coming if you start making money. Right. And don't let the chicks be like, ah, oh, trust me, the wolves is they coming. You so you know, and there's gonna be some wolves that or bigger than you, you know, and I, I'm, I'm thankful today, man, that a lot of that stuff has shaped me, and, you know, I always was a different person, I always put, 
even my mind to the criminal activities. I always, even in jail, like made the adjustment, made routine, figured out a way, like I read all the time. Right. So, you know, I've been reading since elementary. Like I always loved books. I always kept books around. And it was just like now, I remember that one bit, I, that year I dug in the book so heavy. And I promise you that year that I read in jail, I never did a day. Wow. You know, because my mind, wow, I read, yeah. bro, as soon as I finished the book, I picked up another one. As soon as right. I finished the book, I picked up another one. As soon as I, that way I never had to think about it. Right, nothing. right. And my mind was just filled with Sidney Shelton book and uh, what's the, uh, Donald Goins books right, and right. all those different books. The Cat and the, uh, I read a lot of uh, Long King the Spider, the, that author, and just different, man. I was reading so many books. So when I came home, you know, doing the Pro Tools, doing those things, right. reading those books, and I, I and I had realize in the basement a while i want to say 2011 no i want to say no i'm gonna take that back 2013 it came to me dude you doing too much tv and social and not enough reading right and that's when i started reading full time and making sure if anything i'm going to do in my spare time is read cool. and i haven't put a book down since and i done read hundreds of books on any and everything yeah. my reading speed is at a immaculate level i'm reading three books right now at one time and you know and i can retain them separate them make the intention to separate the information and it's like a muscle and you become stronger so i always just tell people anything that you do you put the knowledge behind it that's how you become a thing right you know what i mean you have to study you have to know the knowledge and then put the action and then become the thing and then you know, make it plain, write it down, set your price, because if you don't, the world will set it for you. Right. Know how much you want to make, know what you want to do, know who you want to be, and you do it. You know, and so like right now, you know, I'm in the prisons where I never thought I would have been able right. to do, and I'm reaching back, giving back. I always wanted to speak and do speaking engagement, and it has come to me. I don't got to pander, right. I don't got to do, right. like it comes right. to me to do the thing of which your gift will make room for you, and when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Absolutely. That's how it goes. And the beautiful thing is, you 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 took us from the beginning to that part right yeah. there, that you want that fluff. No, it wasn't even, <laughs> yeah, it's not fluff. It's, it's, yeah. it's real deal. Yeah, it's real deal. But to be where you're at today to say, I can stand on the yeah, other side absolutely. of this fence and say, I know what it's like to yeah, be out there. Absolutely. I was out there yeah. hardcore. Yeah, absolutely. But now I'm over here and I'm yeah. trying to tell y'all that there's a brighter light yeah. if y'all just keep walking towards yeah. it. So, you know what I mean? You know, and I commend that. I appreciate and, it. And I respect it. And like, I, I think we need a part two, honestly. Yeah. But we'll let y'all decide that. If y'all want a part two, please let us know. Yeah. But at the same time, bro, like, I respect you. I appreciate, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I look it. up I to you. I respect you too. So you know what I mean? Likewise, and bro. I'm like, I just know people need to hear this story yeah. because it's a real life story. Like you, it wasn't just people probably just think, oh, he just he he got he just got it. He just oh, yeah, he nah. work out. And that's what yeah, he do. Nah. And it's like when you say, now nah, I had to look at myself through yeah. this monitor yeah. and tell myself, bro, you gotta you gotta yeah. get, you gotta get gotta right get for right. your life. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. It's not something that was just handed yeah. to you. So people thinking that it's just handed, yeah. that's not the way oh, yeah, things nah, work. It's all earned, baby. You know what I mean? It's all earned. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I appreciate you for that's sharing your story. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity on the whole platform. I, I appreciate it. This is dope. Yeah, I appreciate this it. This is definitely dope, man. Listen, this has been another yes. episode of Quit the Cat Podcast. This was starring the bishop yes. today. If you, tell us what y'all think, man. I enjoyed it myself. I but let us know what y'all think, man. It's another episode. Yes. Y'all know where to find us at. If you don't, you better find out. We'll let you know. But I holler. Till next time, folks. Peace. Peace.
Peace of the gang, peace of the gang, and welcome back to Quick the Cat Podcast. Yes, it's your boy BP, alongside the bishop. Yes, sir. Coming to you live from Bang Bang Fitness Center here in Harrisburg, PA. Yes. And we just got finished with part one. And I felt it was only right that, that we, we finished finish the story, out. man, because the story was going in so hard. And I was like, yo, bro, we got to finish this story. So we're going to skip the introduction because you already know what it yes. is. But we're going to get right to it. So we want to set. We want to start from the point where you got out of high school. You had to get your GD in prison. And, and just tell us about that story and then and then give us some detail on how we got to where we're at today. And in and, and detail. So in that, in that time, after I had got out, it's like finding yourself. Uh-huh. Um, I got out. Now I am, you know, and I, and I say this because, you know, I, I say this part that I understand when we'll try to act like parenting plays a major part in the decisions that people make. Right. And it does, you know, like my dad stamped a lot of stuff that I felt was, you know, okay. You know, I had to remind him of some things and some missions he took us on. Cause right. like, I don't remember doing that. I do. Listen, I remember X, Y, and Z, yeah. you know, and at that time as a kid, or as a child coming up, you know, when your parents is okay with it, then you okay. You running with it. You know, um, my mom, she she was she was working Hershey military, so you know she's expecting us from what she's teaching us and putting on us to do the right thing. Right. So you know, I was that son that she needed me to be when I was around her, Absolutely. but I also was bun. Like I was also who I was right. in, in the streets, and you know. Uh, that time and even coming out of that transition and so in that era when i got out got my uh, gd turned it into a diploma that ain't matter that was just something i did because i know my mom wanted me right to finish so i did that and i felt like i was doing that for her right okay. and you know the the drug game was definitely taking off man it was like i was i was around in the era where when new yorkers started coming to market street i I remember the riots on carnation street like i've been around you know i used to run around with people from carnation street so i got to see how the jamaicans moved right i was running around with the new yorkers like anthony and Frankie and I got to see how that moved and then you know my my folks from the from we were from Darkville but we all we all hung on Regina Street right. in, in that area so you know it was a time where the hill was beefing with the New Yorkers and it was like you know choose a side and it was like battling going on I remember still Bill got shot and it, it it was so much stuff going on, man. That in that in that in that time period, that was just like so street, you know. And I had got into a situation, and you know, unwarranted, like right. little things, man. Because like most of my situations that I came in was I didn't have no regard for. Oh, that's my girl. That I didn't care. She was busting it open. It was down. Like, right, right. Whatever. If you want a war, we going war. Uh, it was that type of thing, and I remember. Somebody went back, told some story. Oh, he tried to rob her. And I'm, well, let me say this. I was not the type of person that's going to come grab a gun and come rob you for your money. Right. Or rob you for your drugs. I wasn't a stick-up guy. Right, right. You know, and somebody used that as means to put a target on my back. You know, um, I remember 
one time I, uh, you know, I, I, I speak freely of it. I'm, uh, I'm, when I say I'm free of it, you know, one time I got kidnapped, right? Got Damn. taken for ransom. Wow. By folk dudes, right? And I remember they had me down there, you know, guns, uh, we're going to kill you. Uh, and I remember uh, Fight May Rest in Peace. Right. Remember he came in and was like, yo, what y'all doing with the man? Like, they're like, oh, you right. know what I mean? Like, like, cause these are some dudes that's from our state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like y'all just, you know. To them, you so, new young yeah, boy. Yeah, so, you know, he like, oh no, that's the boom, 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 boom. So I said, it's cool. I ain't selling you nothing. Like, cause at the time, I'm, I'm the pill connect. Right. You know, right. What I mean? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. that's how y'all want to play. Like, you might find some scattered, but not the way I was getting them. Right. Like, we like, so I said, okay, won't well, nobody from the phone get no pills? Don't nobody call me about nothing just because of this one person. Right. And them, I'm freezing y'all out. Everybody, y'all ain't, ain't getting shit from yeah, me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, you know, I remember my cousin, you know, Boots had my back. You know, Trey stepped in on the situation because dude didn't know who I was connected to right. and who I knew. You know what I mean? So, and then again, here I am giving grace because they like, bro, you know we can. Nah, it's cool. You know what I mean? We, right. We, it's, it's good, you know. So, cause I'm still unscathed and got in situations target on my back i had a couple uh i don't know what you want to call them or whatever part of the game they were in you know what i mean they came at me tried to take my life over shit that wasn't even you know failed multiple times right, right. and at this point i lost jizzo then trail and life started feeling like it was at its end okay you know and yeah, i'm about to ask that I was at a dark place in my life because everybody that I was around was dying. And the people who I rolled with, they were going. Right. You know, uh, I remember one time, like, with Trizzo and Dizzo and Trill, I remember we was uh, getting this, we was cooking this coke. And it was, we, we, not, it was real, but it wasn't strong. It was like Dilu almost. It had a little okay. bit of coke and it wasn't a lot. It was just like, it looked like blocks of peanut brittle. Okay, damn. And we, we, we started going down York. We down York. Oh, we got weight. Uh, we down there. They get down York. At the time, it was the West Woo. You had the 112 crew, all these little different crews. And Jizzle had a cousin down there. And his cousin was plugging us into mm -hmm. different little Jones. So we down there. Yo, we got balls for $80, $70. Right. We down there down. Mind you, we got this work and we got our real work. We down there serving they fiends with the real work. And then y'all And we them giving them, yeah. you know, weight in the ball. The you know what yeah. I mean? But we down. So they see people coming to us like, yo, we down there on their corners. Like, coming to us like, yo. Like you see some dudes pulling up, some looking like, yo, who is these young boys down here in our in our in our in our area? So we know we got cool with them. We we selling them though. We right. I'm talking about we we quarters balls. They buying big time. Well, so we move from one location to the next. Ah, ah, ah. So I remember one time we we this girl said, we y'all got invited to this party, but oh they threw a party uh, for us. Oh yeah, it was a party, bro. Oh, they threw a party man. for us, like. So we, you know, we hype. We thinking we the man. I'm right. getting fiend flows. I had drop top, uh, the Z that you had to take the top off. Yeah. We in that. We we shooting down the highway, and we all shooting down the highway going down York, going that going down there. But this time, 
me, Jizzle, and Trill go down there. And and Jizzle's cousin, at the time, we don't know he in on it. So we got gun in the car. We go down there. We go to this club. Now, mind you, we, I don't, I think I might be the oldest. I don't even think I'm 21. I think right. I'm 20. So we can't, like, the club we go to is for, like, 18 and under. You right. know, soda in there, no real liquor. You know, people were sneaking um, Hennessy bottles and, and stuff like that. If you had your own, you could sneak it in. And I remember we got down there, and it was a party, but it seemed like all the streets was at this party right. in New York. And you know, they normally ain't get along. Yeah. So they had one agenda, and it was us. I'll never forget, we in there. We in there partying. We drink, taking pictures. You know, my, my son's mom still got the picture. We in there taking pictures. We got on Lulu shirts, tank tops. With the uh thing that they wear in Hallelujah. Yeah, the little legs on it. Yeah, legs, yeah, yeah, we in there taking pictures. Man. Within 20 minutes, remember, I first guy I seen, he looking, he walking through the crowd, we see him, okay. And now Trill like, oh, I think it's about to go down. Right. Bro, we got jumped in this joint, right? Now when I tell you, we in a we in a uh, like a rec center type right. vibe. Lights is all people dancing. The, the girls is in on it. The oh, girls dang. is in on it. So, bro, unless you know, fight break out. I see just a boom, 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 trail. We fighting them. Everybody, we in there fighting. So I'm like, all right, we in here. I'm getting to the car. Right. I'm right. Like, once I get right. to this car, it's a, wrap. it's a wrap. Man, we in there, boom, boom, fighting them. Like, so we're all together. Me, Jizzle, and Trail. We stay close to each other. Now, mind you, we're swinging. Bottle, anything you can find. Cheers, doom, doom. Like, chicks is jumping on it. It's just us three against the whole York, bro. By the time I remember, I remember my face was so swollen, bro. I got hit by it. But when you're adrenaline in a situation like this, it was like, yo, get to, we got to get out. Right. So, I get out to the car. Boom. Get out. Out the door. Get to the car. Door in the car is already open. Bro's cousin got all the guns out the car. We get to the car, the guns is missing. Oh, missing. We get in the car, bro, all I just all beat up me. We all, we all, man, bro, when I tell you I was livid, I said, oh, nah, can't go out like this. Right. Can't go out like this. I remember, man, we involved, like, we went back, was telling everybody what happened. And I remember um, my old head Rolo was like, yo, little bro, that's what happens. When you go to somewhere yeah. trying to sell people fake drugs, right, right. like you know, what I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't fake, but it wasn't what the strong type of drugs that you know that you. It wasn't what you had wasn't, versus yeah, what you nah, was giving nah, them. Yeah. So I remember Rolo telling me that he like, yo, you know, y'all kind of brought it on yourself, little brother. Just focus on the money. Y'all right. doing too much because, like, I wanted revenge. Right. So. uh I remember my cousin Skrill, he ain't know how serious the revenge is because we going to get revenge and he in the car drunk. And we about to go down here and shoot some people. We, you in here drunk. Yeah, you in here faded. Um, I remember we got down there. And you know me, I'm a playing guy. I, I'm definitely a playing guy. Yeah. I, I remember we skipped, uh, scoped out the scene. But let me tell you how much we went. I'm a, before we scoped out the scene, right, down York, about this little, it was like an underground thing that came underneath between houses, you know, like a store, and you can come out to the okay, sidewalk yeah, yeah. and go out the front. Bro, I found this. We walking through this alley. 
You know, it wasn't no pull up on cars. I said, listen, we're going to find the fastest route to the car through these yards. We're going to cut through here. They over here. So we rode by them. They out there just, uh, they don't know what's up. They don't know what's up. We ride by them, see them, bro. This is just the first, this is just, this is now, mind you, in the party, like I said, it was the West Wool. You had the 112, like other parts of your different, different parts of right, stuff right. like that at that time. Um, and I remember we went down there, out the little cut, came out there. They was all out there. Out there, we came out in the middle of the projects. They was all out there, kids, everything. Run through the joint, get back to the car. Boom, come back, get in the car. I felt a little better. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Ain't know the damage. Then stay. Don't watch your news. Don't give a shit. Right, right, right. Football game, Friday. Come down there. We at the game. York was playing somebody. We at the football game. We come down there. Because I felt like. I want y'all to see us. We still down here. Right, right, right. And that was us. They, you know what I mean? Not tell them. No, nah, we ain't tell them. Yeah, we still down here. So I remember we go to the game. Bro, this is at the football game. Bro, they see us at the game. We sitting up there. When I tell you, you just see a group of dudes get up from this one bleacher. And they walk in. You see them walking around the track. The little dirt thing coming around. We see them coming up the, coming up the steps. Coming right. up the thing. So we get up. Go down the other end. They come down. We come around. They come around now in the parking lot where all the cars is. We get to the car. Boom, boom. They follow us a whole bunch of them. They cutting through cars. We running through cars. We running to the cars. We get to the car. Bro, when I tell you, time we got to the car, that thing. Everybody at the football game, bro. All these people start running. It's cars panicking. Everybody jumping in the car. Bro, it was like, this was the shit like we was on. Like, this is early... Early 2000s. Yeah, so even with hearing that, what is your, I know, I I, I hear your mentality, yeah. but tell me, what, what are you thinking at this point? So what is your mentality? I mean, I know it's revenge, but it's like, do you just, do you not um, value life at this point? I know you value yours because mm-hmm. you're trying to get, I didn't even value you, mine. I didn't know. Value. I don't even, I did, bro, at this time, I don't even know what the word value means. Okay, um, okay. This is just what we do. That's how I felt. This is what we do. Right. Like to me, it was big to be able to get in the car. We watched Belly. You know, Belly, like that was my inspirational yeah. move. That's how I know. This is the, how you know Who's things. That's how you read a book. This, Never, motherfucker. This is how you know things have yeah. an effect on you because to me, I felt we was going out of town pushing weight. Okay. Like to me, like you going to Europe, like, yeah, 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 I felt like that's what it was. Like, I felt like. We was on a takeover now. We could have went down there and sold them real drugs and probably made it a little bit more. But nah, we that's just what we was on. Right. And we was on that point where, you know, who gonna stop us? Who gonna do something? Um, you know, and I didn't know at the time that like my old heads before us were already used to beef with York. And like I didn't know about okay, the Hansburg yeah, yeah. York type shit. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't know about that. We found that out afterwards where it was like, yo, you know, it got to the point where we were like, we just gonna stay from down there. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Just do what we do here, and that's how that transpired. And I remember, you know, the stuff that started happening on Walnut, where you know, Jizzle had got shot. Jizzle had got before Jizzle got killed. Jizzle had already been shot. At this time, I think he got shot once. Mm-hmm. Um. So now the people who are close to me, 
Kenny got shot. Uh, E-Rock got shot. Now, these is the guys from my, these is my circle tight, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm like, okay. This is the bros right yes, here. Yes, they getting shot. Like, people's getting shot. So, it, it, it was like, okay, got to switch it up. Because now, you know, some of them's getting shot by uptown people, but some of them's getting shot by dudes that's supposed to be in your hood. Right. So, I'm starting to see, like, okay, everybody's not bro. It ain't no everybody's picks out not, here. Everybody's not cool. Right. Like, if you're making more or doing something, they're going to be mad at you. And so here in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to sell crack. I'm just going to sell something else. Right. You know? Right. And it got to the point where, like, I got put on to the pills and, you know, I liked them and it was like working for me and nobody knew about them, knew what they was. You know what I mean? Bad boys ain't come out yet. Right, nobody right. really knew. Yeah, so true. it was like, I, I met a New Yorker and I just got introduction and it was just like, oh, okay. Took a couple, like, oh, this is what this do. Oh, this make you feel like. So I'm in the hood, like, yo, I got something for you. Right. Yo, when you try this, now I'm over here, yo, if you try this, because I'm like, it's party, Joe. We in the party. Right. Yeah, this like, you know, I didn't know where it was going, but then it started, you know, I started meeting people that was, you know, in that thing. I met Buck and then I met E and it was just like, okay. They with me, so we still can, you know, they wasn't from the city. I know right, people right. in the city. You supply me or you rub with me, we going to do this. We you good. cover still, and I'm going right. to cover here. Boom, we split the people. Boom, that's how I was rolling. And, you know, it, it, it was very lucrative for years. It was it was definitely, it was definitely different. A lot of drama came with it. You know, I had got uh, set up a couple times. You know, life was on the line. Had to, had to. Had to make an adjustment, man. Right. And, and it was it, it it was a it was it 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 was a it was a hard adjustment. And then let me tell you something, right? Nobody wants to die with you. Mm. Nobody really wants to die. Man, with you. talk about it. Talk nobody about wants, it. Yeah. nobody really wants to die with you. Especially when you know if somebody hear who the boogeyman is, right? And they know, oh, he's a boogeyman. Yeah. You really get to see. Who is really going to ride with you? Right, right. Because you'll see people be like, oh, nah, bro, you beefing with him. Let me back out. Let me, uh, let me. So I started, I started turning around like, yo, where everybody go? Right. Nobody was standing with me when when, when people was trying to kill me. Bro, nobody was standing with me. Nobody knows that, okay, oh, they tried to kill, bro, we going to go ride. Right, right. You, no, nobody right. did that. Like, nobody said, yo. Oh, let me go holler at the boy. He trying to kill Brad over something that right. ain't really had nothing. It's like, yo, he's bugging. Nobody stepped in and said nothing. And you know, and, I, and I'm I'm cool. I'm cool because it helped. It helped shape me. I'm alive. Do I what? Do, do I regret anything? And take nah, cause I I feel like I needed to. You know. And that was another thing too. One of my one of my things was, I always got set up by a female. Right, right. Like females so was that, the. Was that your, like your weakness at, at a certain um, point? Like, or it, just they just distracted you enough that it was. Nah, it, it was females that I thought I trusted. Really? Okay. And I guess they just wasn't riding with me strong enough because if you would be allowed to set me up with somebody that you know. Is capable of taking my life. Right. What does that say? Yeah, that's dirty. You know, right there. That's like somebody that dirty. you know, I ain't gonna say capable that would take my life. I'm here by the grace of God, not right. because he's a bad shot. You feel me? Or they a bad shot? Right, right. Um, you know, I'm here by the grace of God. Like, bro, I was pent down in the car that was shot up. 
riddled with bullets and I survived and I walked out of that. Like I've been I've been caught off guard at gunpoint with a gun in my face where I could see the bullet down the barrel. You know, um I've been in situations where even with brother and cuz shootouts where Man, bro, we've been pent down in cars and alleyways with bullets flying and things, and you know other people get shot and you walk out unscathed. Right. right? So I, I look at it as at that time I didn't believe in God. You know, I I I I found myself in God. I'm gonna say God found me, or my head was clear enough to receive to understand right. when I when I was in Virginia, um, Virginia. Being in, in, in solitude, so to say, by myself, around nobody, just with myself. You know, you know my cousin's doing their own thing. It's right. just me. And I, I found myself, man. And, you know, not even to the degree of the person I am today. But, like, bro, I, I don't hold no hard feelings to anything or anyone that has came against me in my life because it has shaped me. Right. For who okay. I am today. Yeah. Okay. Um, my past is not a hindrance. They say when your past is a hindrance, it messes with your future. You know, when you're stuck on that, you cannot right. move forward you because you're going to always be at a low. You're always going to do things at a certain regard because you're stuck on your past. Right. So you're never going to give your present self or your future self the clarity and the the the, the means it needs to do. The things that are necessary to be your future best. Right. So in order to become your present best, to have a future best, you have to be able to make peace with your past. Who you was, what happened, with the, all those things, man. So, you know, I don't, can't nobody use my past against me because of who I am today right. and where it has taken me. Right. Like there's some people that went through and been through worse things and it's not a, it's not a champion because you're stuck to it. We can't celebrate it because right. yet you're still living in that or you're still the victim to that or you're still trying to hold attributes to something right. and you're never going to get to be your best future self because you're still trying to hold on to a label That's and a tag from the past. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, when I tell people I am truly redeemed, like I don't feel no malice towards none of those individuals. I don't feel, you know, and bro, I never was a point where anybody had beef with me. They never came to me one on one. Right. They will always get a committee of co-defendants. Like you go to grab people for little old me. I'm five. Right. I'm five at that time. Five seven. I'm at 130 pounds. I'm about to say you wasn't you know, lifting yeah, at that yeah. point. So I'm 130 pounds. So right. why do you need backup? Why do you need anybody to come? You know, like maybe okay if you did hear, oh, bruh, play with them gun or whatever the case may be. It's still just me. Right. You, you right. understand? What I said. Right. Like I never went and got four or five people to come after somebody. I never went, bro. I know people right now that talk that oh, bro, they don't do nothing dope. They don't do nothing solo. Right. They gotta get co-defendants and other people to come help them carry out the initiation of what they do. And right. you see that now when I look at people and I talk to them, like you set yourself up to even add more to you because you're adding more people to the variable of yep. your situation and yep. your problem. Yep. So now you're making a problem where something you could have been in and out. You added people. Now look, the situation and unfolds. everybody wasn't in that situation like you was yes. in that situation. Yes. They just were trying to yes. help you out. Yes. And now it's like, oh, I yes. didn't expect all that. Like, listen, bro, yeah. it's, 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 it's a crazy world we live in where if a man is mad at another man for sleeping with his woman, that you go make up a story 
and tell somebody that somebody robbed you or did something, something, and you go get five people to come back and help you because somebody was macking your girl? Right. That's craziness. That's how we got here. That's craziness. It ain't over no money. So y'all come to... It ain't over nothing I did listen, to you. Listen, y'all coming to aid somebody to put my life in jeopardy because I was sleeping with his, his lady. Right. So y'all coming to take my life. This is not, this is what this is about, bottom line. So are we going to talk about what's whole shit or sucker shit? No, the, 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 let's go to the cause. Right, right. The cause from the door is some sucker shit. Sucker like, shit, right. That from the door was the whole thing. So you can't talk to me about what was true or what was the, now these, they, they soft. Right. You, you're emotionally right. soft and broken because you out here ready to get co-defendants and take somebody's life because he's sleeping with your girl. Right. That's why you mad. So, you know, um, I have, in all, these things have made me who I am because now I got to respect for other people's property. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, in these situations to where people either try to take your life or you lost you lost yeah. brothers who, who lost their lives yeah. in the streets, at what time, I mean... In these situations where you like, I gotta get out of this earlier, or was it like I'm so into this, like, I, like I'm gonna get my get back, and I ain't mm. thinking about leaving this thing alone. Uh, so I did. I, I, I it was a time where I noticed the get back was just going to have to keep being get back until somebody died. Right, right. You know, um, I remember I was, I, I remember reaching out and was like, yo, you know. You did this, I did this, you know, you did this, we can, you, we cool. Like, right. We don't got nothing to do with you. Right. You survived, I survived, I didn't kill you. Let it go, you. yeah. <laughs> now you shooting, and everywhere I go, like, yo, it's not that serious. It don't right. even and the person that fucking started it, he's all fucking hiding. He's nowhere to be seen during all of this. Like, you know, so that... That was that that part was upsetting to me, like, but then I knew it wasn't about the situation. Y'all just want somebody to have war with and to be at right, odds with. Right. Like, that's right. what it was. Like that was in that was in the hitman's DNA. Like right. yeah, I like drama. That's listen, all I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Yeah, listen, yeah. that was it, you know, and I just happened to be at the other end of that barrel. So um it is a thing where now all of that was meaningless. Absolutely. Uh, all of that is purposefulness. Doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't serve anything. You know, so I'm not mad uh, even at the dude that set me up. I'm not mad at the women that set me up. I'm not mad at anything that did not go my way because at the end of the day, it shaped my character to right. who I am today. And Absolutely. I survived. Absolutely. I don't care what nobody says. Like, yo, what I survived? Ah, yeah, you can't real. tell me I survived. Man, I remember one time, bro, it was like 3.30 in the morning. And I remember riding through, and this always sticks with me. I think it was South 16th Street. And I seen this car on fire. And there was somebody in the car while it was on fire. But the person in the car couldn't get out because there was two dudes standing there with black ski masks on. Bro, like, I promise you, when I seen that in this album, right. like, I happened. That's why I said anything after the. When I seen that, I think that was the time where I realized 
it's hell out here. Right here. You know, after after dark. You know, and to this day right now, bro, I am I have PTSD for nighttime. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Absolutely. like I'll, I'll, like if I was going to like senior lounge somewhere, going to a little event or something like that, I'm going straight to the crib. Straight to the crib. Yeah. Like, I don't play around in the streets. I don't stop on certain corners. I'm not. I'm not going to make myself a global target, even though I'm not in that. And I'm not stopping at no ATM. I'm not. I'm not stopping at certain gas stations. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Not because anybody's after me. I just don't feel comfortable. Right. Man. Where a man you know, should, you know where a man should be at a certain time is at home and be with his family. That's it. Like that's the safest thing. That's you know, it. if you want to like anybody wants to play in the streets after a certain time, you get what comes with the streets. I don't care if you in the game, out the game, had one foot in the game, playing jump rope, yeah. doing whatever the case may be. Oh, my son's not really with them. If you walk with them, you with them. You with them. If you out there, if you on a certain block, if you're in a certain situation, you're there. That's and that's what I teach now. Like you are knighted in so to say mm -hmm. like you're born in so to say if you're going to stay around if you're going to be uh oh that's just my man but i'll be around him sometime if your man's into whatever 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 you in you're in yep. you're witty you're in ladies like, same thing goes yes, for you yes, if, that, so if you're that's in. what your man's into you into oh, it too. Bro, listen that's you know the biggest mean? thing for me especially in that like if your man sell drug he do xyz or oh, you're in the game you're too. right there too you're allowing your children to be in the house or be around somebody that you know People might come in and put guns to you or kidnap you or do whatever the case may be because that is the thing. Like, you know, my son's mom, she understood that and she, you know, she was with the shits. So, you know, and big ups to her. Like, she definitely was 100% in and I done put their lives in danger multiple times, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and it, 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 it was something that came with that, with that territory. So... And she understood that, and she, you know, she rolled out, right, so to right, say. Right. So, you know, and I would never, you know, we make peace, and we, we're happy where we're at where we're at, but I would never put my family in that situation now. And, you know, I am big on you reap what you sow. Absolutely. You know, so I reaped what I sowed. So now the seeds that I sow now are right. of... Positivity. Yes, and blessings, yes. and, you know, I I... I recognize the enemy, and I'm not talking about the dead. I recognize the spirit of loneliness, brokenness, trying to, you know, be trail, trying to improve yourself. But a lot of that has to do with not having an understanding of who you are and who mm -hmm. you want to be yep. and what you want to do, you know. So, I like, it's not fun. You know, it was, it was fun while you're in there and at that thing, but I feel like if somebody would have paid attention and said, hey, what do you want to do? I'm going to help you do this. What do you want to know? Let me tell you this. Right. What do you want? So what I'm doing now is I am in these prisons and in these spots and at these groups and all of these things. Like this is, I like to say not to be televised because this is real life. Right, yeah. Like I'm the person real. that's standing in front of and talking to somebody that I might be preventing to come home and kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't know who they are, their feelings, or know how to deal with their emotions. So here I am helping you make sense of what might not feel right, what might feel off, or who you want to be, what you need to know. This is the knowledge behind this. You know you can do this. Right. You know, don't believe the lies. Don't believe the stigma thinking that, okay, once you're a felon, you're this, you can't do this. Don't listen to teachers. Oh, you're dumb. You can't read. You can't do this. You can do anything right. if you put a little effort to it. 
like who you want to be and, and, and be okay. Like, bro, one thing I always learned and I'm accepting of, if you're not doing better than me, you can't hurt my feelings. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? Right. You can't tell me nothing about right. the streets or nothing about anything and try to say, oh, bros, this or this, this or this. What are you? Right. I'm a what are you type of person. Yep. What do you have to stand on? What type of moral? Because, bro, street accolades don't mean shit to me. You feel me? They don't mean I don't, nothing to like, the majority of the you, world. If you did, if you did twenty hard and you feel that you hold a precedent, bro, hold that trophy. Can you spend it? Can you cash it? Can you buy a car with it? Can you buy a house? Can you? So nothing comes from attributes that is going to help you in this life. If you think just holding on to your trail reputation or your right. way of stinking thinking is not going to carry you nowhere, you know. So I'm just here. To be that guy that says, you know what, that life is dumb. Right. Um, we glorified in music of the culture. Yes. People's real lives have died, and we're sitting here like, like it's so trill like until it's your son, yep. or yep. until somebody blowing your dad's yep. head off, or to somebody shooting up a car that your daughter's in, yep. sitting with some boy that she feels she likes, and he's telling, her, I don't do nothing, you know, yeah. just ride with me. And next thing you know, your daughter's dead, you know. But this is the music we glorify. This is the things we uh, we think is trail, you know. This is the things that we, you know. I'm, I'm a judgmental person. Like, when I watch certain shows that yeah. I like, I'm judging them the whole yeah. time I'm watching them. Yeah. Because half of it's fictitious, most all of it's fictitious. But to try to paint drug dealing and death and murder where you can see, uh, uh, what's her name? Mary shoot somebody. Uh, oh, on a yeah, on the show, yeah, on power, power, you know yeah. what I mean? Walk off and you just yeah. go to the crib after you done murdered somebody. You catch 17 bodies right. and nobody Listen, knows. And nothing. nobody knows. Yeah, like, on, it, it, it's a false reality, even in the music. Like, and I and I truly, I remember one time, man, I used to always feel bad after I um did something, right? And I don't even want to say did something to somebody. It was just me defending myself. Mm -hmm. And I would feel bad. And I remember my homie said, Yo, you can't be out here feeling bad. Yo, that ain't cool. Like, when you start being right. like that. And that's when I noticed that my heart was changing. Um, I, I, I would do shit and want to apologize. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, damn, did I just do that? Like, yeah. bro, I remember it used to be, I remember a time, bro, I blacked out. And, and I remember one time I just grabbed my gun and I just was shooting it. And I was just like, yo, I blacked out. I was like, yo, what the hell just happened? Like, mm. You know, and, and fortunately that nobody was hurt in that situation, but I feel like I could have, I wasn't the catalyst of it, but because I didn't start it, but I think I, I came with a whole gas truck of gasoline yeah. and I put on that yep, thing. You know, up, yep. I, I did. I, 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 I was very reckless where I could, I could have been three, I could have been on a triple Right. And I wouldn't yeah, be here today, yeah. you know. Um, so I am showing God in the universe that I'm thankful, bro. Absolutely, um, bro. Absolutely. I'm thankful to be here. Uh Trill and Jizzles, their energy, carry uh truck, um, Lil Zane, uh I can go on Fiendball, I can go, I can go on um Their life is not in vain because I I, I live and I, I hold those memories. I, I I keep these things before me and 
you know, I'm thankful God gives me things. I see things. Right. I, I feel different. I, I look at things different. You know, I walk in them prisons with a different energy and a different thing because I'm coming as a person that understands. Right. Um, I right. get it. You know right. what I mean? Um, that's why when the people are like, how oh, these kids is out here? I get it. If you don't get it, just check. I get it. Get it right. I get it. Like you, I get it. You know, and I and that's why I try to tell mother, mothers, keep speaking to them, keep telling them, um, hug them, kiss them, love them, be mushy with them. Break you gotta break it down. When they be like, oh, that's too man. Now that's why when I see man, I love you, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like I make you say, you know, you know, I love you too. Like you, because some people is they feel like they not manly if they don't say the word, yeah. you know. So I, I definitely. I break them down, man. I, I'm out here, bro. Like, I, I, I listen, I'm serving the people that I once, you know, was serving in this way. Now right, I'm serving right. in this way. And it's in my heart. Bro, let me, I, I tell people all the time. How you can go home, worry about your family, focus on them, not give a shit about nobody, whatever the case may be. I can't do that, bro. Right, right. I can't do that. Like, my heart just won't let me do that. Right. I can't shut up. I don't know how to be quiet. Right. I don't know how to not say nothing. Yeah. I don't know how to not call bullshit bullshit. I don't know how to tell like somebody think they're drill. This is dope, blah, 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 bro. You're a fool. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, like it, it's it's foolish. And now you have two types of people in this game. You have some that don't care and they they're waiting to die. Right. You have yes. some that just don't have no direction yes. and they don't know what to do and you can get caught up. That's the people I'm here to serve. Because right. this time, if you just want to kill or you want to be dead and you just want to take a life, I just pray that they catch you before you take a life. Some right. of them take a life and then they're going forever. You know, and they might wake, get up state and realize some of them still probably stay demoralized, demean, like demonized, like still a demon when right. they get up there. Right. They don't give a shit. They still be in there. But like, I'm here for the one that might be lost and might think that this is the only way that they might just think that oh the white man is holding us back and that's just their narrative right. i'm here to tell you that's not the narrative right. um i'm here to tell you that you're not dumb you can learn anything you don't got to worry about going to college harvard stanford i read all those books and all that stuff i right i, I done did eight years in school without even going to yes, school man. you understand what i'm saying and it makes me cool on my intellectual. I don't need their certificate to say right. bachelor's diploma or anything right. like that. I still going to do it. And where my people here, they don't care if I'm coming with that. The people I'm coming to serve, they don't care if I got no no degree in psychology. They don't care. You got a degree you in life. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I'm, I'm coming with that. So I, I like that this stage, I don't got to send you on no attributes to, listen, to, to give hope to... The hopeless don't care about your your your, your diplomas. Nope. You, you see what I'm saying? Nope. When that's your first thing, oh, I've been here, there, there. They don't give a shit. Right. You understand? You come in, you sit in the jail, you sit there. Oh, I've been, I'm, I'm kumalati, dadi, dadi from from this place. Bro, them MAs don't care about that shit. They you don't know, know about so, it. They don't care you know, about it. Here, I'm coming from the bottom bunk where you was once at. Right. I'm, I'm coming from here. I know how this feels. Like I seen multiple people take their last breath. I seen people die. You know, I seen mom scream and, and cry like, bro, I heard piercing screams when somebody comes out and sees their child laying on the sidewalk dead. Like, so, like, I, it, it's crazy, bro. I remember a young man on Regina came to rob somebody, bro, and they ended up killing him. Like, and I remember seeing him before that thing happened, and I just like, die. One split decision where you thought you was going to come rob somebody, yeah, and they like killed you and left yeah. you there with the mask on. You, you know, um... And I seen this, and I seen the brother fall apart when he seen, like, yo, this is the life that his little brother chose. 
you understand, like following in his footsteps, right. or you know, I, it, it it's 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 those are the things that stick with me. You know, I, I'll never forget, bro. I'll never forget when I went uptown, man, and I seen Amp's feet hanging out that door. Bro, it was all these people, bro, and we was like, we got there before the cops got there, bro. The word got back to us so quick. When we got up there, and you know, he just left from where we were at. Right. Man, man had his car. Um, and I got up there, and I seen bro's feet laying out the door. And that wasn't enough for me. Um, I had that mentality, oh, it's going to have to be killed or be killed. Right. Um, but I, I didn't know how to put that because that was the first person that I shared a bed with, slept with, what I mean by that. You right. know, I the niggas used to stay at each other's house. Yeah. We sleeping. We all was piled up on beds. Yep, and then, yep. You know, so I'm like, damn, I shared a bed with this man. You know, we done slept in cars, hustling, like, I done learned so much and been so different where his relationship with me was just so different. And here, the last thing he said was, I'm going to go get some Heineken's. What, what y'all drinking? What you drinking? Boom, 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 boom. Right. He took, we, we going up, I'm going, I know he was going to town to get it, but this is what he said to us. When, and we all was like, okay. And we all standing out just there. just expecting him to And we right expecting back. him to yeah. come back. And then here come Man Man with his car. And he's like, yo, yo, we got to get uptown. We all jump in cars and get uptown. And by the time we getting up there, it's bro, it's cars pulling up to the scene and people pulling up to the scene. Bro, when we got up there, I seen my man screw, boo, walk up to the thing, to the steps. And I remember, bro, looking in and the look on his face, I stopped walking. Mm. I didn't want to see. Um, and... In my in my mind, it's always the burnt image of Rod's feet hanging out that door, and the bar is not there no more. But like that was for me. I think the biggest thing that was I see other people get killed, right. but that one to me was more personal because. I knew him. Right. Right. Bro wasn't even 20. You know. He's um, a kid. And we getting in bars. He ain't even 21. I'm I'm like almost one of the oldest, you know. So uh that to me was was life changing. But it didn't change me as the way other life started to shape me. That just made right. me like, yo, you gonna have to do, you know, this is real out here now. You see like people that's close to you dying, man. And, you know, that my situation happened, then Jizzo got killed, then, like, then Tay, Tay got killed. That was for me, because, like, Tay used to always mess with me. She was always, so I was hurt, I was I was hurt by all that, because right. she, she harassed me in a great way. Like, you know, that's my homeboy's little sister. Right. And she used to, so when she got killed, and she got killed on the same day as Jizzo, but a year later. Damn. So, you know. That was that one celebration to this, you know, more memorial to this. And then, you know, my situation was all in there. And then Trill, Trill was Trill was the straw for me that broke the camel's back, man. Trill, Trill was um that 
that um that changed me that 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 made me um that made me that changed me man this on trail that changed me trail unexpected you know i just left him man right i just left i didn't even get home i think i was getting dressed to go i had to get lay down because i worked planet fitness that night um I remember just taking off my shoes and, you know, I'm getting in bed at five o'clock in the afternoon because right. it's, 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 you know, I got to get up for the night shift and Gray Bear called me and was like, you got to come back. I was like, why? He said, you got to come back, bro. Um, start. I came back, seen the corner. I'm taking bro out. Um, there was no white sheet. There is no ambulance. Uh, I remember when my aunt told me, I said, I was going to go to the hospital. She said, nah, I don't think you want to see him like that. I think you need to just remember him the last way you seen him. Uh, and that's what I do, man. So, you know, people be like, why are you so relentless? Um, why are you so passionate? Why are you so consistent? Because I don't take life for granted. Um, I don't take life for granted, bro. Right. I show up, bro. I, I show up, bro. I'm a, I'm a student of life. I'm a student of learning. I'm a student of uh, understanding um, you know, I have to work on not being so hard about everything and empathy because, bro, I feel like we can't take life for right. granted, you, you know, right. and I give you empathy right. because I was like, people will slowly kill themselves. You know, that's why I said, like, that's killing ourselves. That's a form of suicide. Mm -hmm. We willingly killing ourselves. When, you know, and even prison, we willingly giving ourselves over to the slave market, man. And, you know, and I'm thankful that. I have the opportunity, and that's why I won't squander it. Like, they got somebody in there they can trust, bro. I'm not in there for no other agenda right. but to help my people. Right. So, like, anybody that got a problem with, bro, being in the prison or your cup or whatever type of thing, I don't give Man. a shit about that type of talk, bro. I don't, that's I don't, loser shit yeah, right there. I don't, you I don't, think like that, yeah, you're a loser. I don't, I don't care about that. I come to, you know, help set the captive free. Like, that's my thing. So, I'm sowing seeds and people and planting them and you know even if it's not watered there that seeds in there and the moment they mm -hmm. the moment they put thought or they put the water on it it's gonna change and then they'll be like you know what Rob said something to me like, i got people that like i remember stuff rollo said to me i remember stuff leon houston said to me mm -hmm. i remember stuff docky said to me i remember stuff wop said to me you know, and I and I, I look at all the uh, uh slick Rick, um, Mari. You know, I, I got a whole bunch of old heads that said some profound things, even if they did not live out. You know, but them seeds, especially with Rolo, man, like them seeds was planted, and and I took heed to that. Like I learned the business. I learned, you know, they they might have been doing, but you know, Tom had stores, Boots had, you know, his things, and right. you know, everybody had little different things that they were doing, you know. And I learned one thing too, like 
Don't build an organization with too many people because that's how many people's gonna take you down when yep. it's time for it to fall. Yep. You know, so yep. that's that's definitely big. You know, in that organized criminal organization, when the motherfucker go down, listen, you going yeah, down too. Going There's no you, way it's too many people involved for it the ship not to sink. So, you know, I am and I am a, I am a a man of my word, man. Uh, I I, I I show up. You know, I show up. You know, uh, and what I say when I tell people I die daily, it's not to be in that person. I die daily to, and I don't say them feelings even come and, you know, like they here right now. You know, the feelings is here right now. Yeah. And, you know, and like I said, I'm not mad, bro. I'm not, I'm not mad. You know, there's some people that did. I don't want to be friends. I don't yeah, of course out, not. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't mad. And you know what? I love you. You know, you know what I mean? Because you still got your cross to bear. You still got your life to live. And you still got to figure it out. And right. I can't be, why would I be mad when I figured it out? There you Who am I mad at? Right, right. My life is great. Right. I, I, I speak things as they are and it happens. Absolutely. You know, so I am definitely thankful. Uh, God has given me opportunities and, you know, I'm not going to squander them. I'm going to kick in every door. Listen, they open it. You're like doors are opening now. They they turn the lock a little bit. I like to kick them in. I like to make an entrance. You know what I mean? So, I, they, hey, this they, somebody wants you here. Don't open the door all the way. I'm gonna kick it yeah, and I'm gonna come in and y'all yell go because I like the screen. Yes, this this I got the rest. I, 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 I want to kick it in. Yeah, you know, yeah, this door is open. And, you know, I thank Delane for giving me opportunities. You know, and and seeing things in me and, and listening to me. Like that's my guy. He made it possible that he said, look. I'm going to wiggle this because I told him I want to kick him in. Right, you know? and right. What we're doing with this prison reform is so big. It's so big to me. Right, you know, right. That's why I can't, we can't fuck around. Like, I'm going to use that speaking, word. So, speaking, like, when people, yeah. I don't want to be a man. Listen, you can't come. You can't come if you easily swayed. You can't come if you really don't mean. Nah, you can't come if you don't love you first. Because one thing about it, you can't give love where you don't love you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. Oh. You can't come in with uncertainty for people that's already uncertain. You have to know. You have to know. You know, and so I tell people all the time, it might not work out the way it worked out for me, but it's going to work out it's for you. But you got to first try. Absolutely. Give me 1% or 7 days in a week. You try 1% every day, you got 7%. Next week, you got 14. Mm -hmm. Add up in the Keep month, you got, up, yep. you got 30%. 30%, yeah. And you better, 60%. You know, by, by the time you got a uh, certain amount of months in, dude, you had 120%. You should know it by then. Yep. It's a part yep. of you. It's what you know. Who you want to become. Now, I know all the things of a director. I know all the things of an actor, a sewer, whatever the case may be. I, I am that thing because I've been putting that 1% or give more if you yeah, can, yeah. you know, and you'll get there faster, you know. So that's why I like looking at 10,000 hours of practice yes. and, you know, years of doing a certain thing because if you're really focusing on it with intention, it's going to make you better than the people that just move off the of talent. Right, right. You know, so, you know, some stuff you can go learn at school and college, but if your heart ain't with that mess, listen. Everything else is fluff and words, and you're only going to be able to talk to a certain because to change our communities and to change the structure of things, it's going to take a dog. Yeah. It's going to take a dog. You got a dog, man. It's going to take a dog, man, and it's going to take a dog where, and I'm thankful because, brother, things that I do in my life and I say, God's blessed me, and he know I'm humble, and 
So when I sometimes I'll be like, this feels too easy. Right. This right. feels too effortless. You know, like I always say, when one client leave, another one comes. I used to be like, oh, I got it. I don't even got to advertise. I, right. I turn people away. So when one leaves, two comes. When that one leaves, somebody else comes right, back. Right, right, you know what I mean? It's right. like, yo, God said, I'm going to make, like, there's a story in the Bible with this woman with the meal, and the, the, the thing looked empty, and she said, God, you told me that. He said, it's not empty. Put the cup in. She put the cup in, and there was some in there. But right. every time somebody else looked in there, it was empty. But like, yo, the meal never ran out. Right. The meal never ran out. Bro, the meal never runs out. And, it never and it's so crazy, and but, it never I, but I do calculation in my mat and do things, and I just be blown away, like, yo, this is what you're doing. Like, yo, and it seems effortless. So where things where you would have been like, yo, this, this is, uh, that's nothing. Right, right. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't think in lack. I don't be, oh, 20,000, that's a lot, 39. That's nothing, you know? And that's how, I, when I mean that, it's, it's nothing because where I'm going, that's just a small yeah, number, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's 30,000 yeah. to somebody that's making 300,000. Right. You know, what's, 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 what's 20,000? Well, they going to start giving making, you 20,000 yeah, for a session listen, in a minute. Listen, it's, 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 it's being the steward of your money and doing what you have to do and keep sowing the seeds in the people, bro. And that's what we're doing, you know. So it's, you know, I tell people don't you if you don't chase money, you earn it. Absolutely. You, absolutely. When you're a service, that's absolutely. You earn it. it. You so earn I tell it. people I earned everything I have. I earned it. It belongs to me. I earn it, you know. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you, man. And I I appreciate just listening and, and having an understanding and just the mind because. We, we build on that conversation. That's why we're here now. Yeah, like, bro, I absolutely. always like the way you think and you always come in with that perspective and you you give me things and put it in the simplest words and I'm like, that's it. You know, and I'm just encouraged, you know, and where we're headed, I'm going to say we because yeah. you're a part of where I'll be like, yo, I need my camera guy. Yeah, I, need yeah, y'all, yeah, listen. I need y'all to drop that. Yeah, we yeah. need a check for yeah, five yeah. grand yeah, that you're coming yeah. to. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> You know, my barber, he, he need a check, too, because he cut my hair. Yeah. We got somebody on it. Nah, no, he's no. the one that cut my hair. So I'm like, bro, you got to fly, but I need you to do X, Y, and Z, you know. And, you know, I got everything in place for when this thing takes to this level, I got people that come in, and then I'll be able to be a blessing. And Bang Bang Fitness is going to be, you know, it's, it's going to just do what it do, man. And, you know, bro to go, you know, I'm, I'm in two facets that, I believe in one is mine, one is my other, my, my homeboy's dream. Right, you right. know what I mean? Like to get to be a part of that and get to be a catalyst in that 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 is building a structure. You know what I mean? I'm building a structure. I'm building a curriculum and a structure from the muscle. Word. From this. Word. You know what I mean? What would work for me? I put it in there like this. Is what works for me? Me first, because guess what? I'm just like y'all. And you follow I it come from there. to yeah. a T. Oh, yeah. This ain't something you just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to write this mm-hmm. down and tell people, mm-hmm. this is what you should do. This yep. is what... No, this is everything yep. that you do on a day-to-day basis. Yep. You don't miss a day. Yep. You don't You don't quit. You don't skip. You yep. don't, you're like, I don't feel like it. You may not feel like it, but you're going to do it. That's right. You know what I mean? And I just, I'm grateful for I you. It. Absolutely, I'm grateful for you because... I haven't met anybody as determined as I appreciate it. For real, as determined. Like when I when I tell you we was in that basement and he knew this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. He talked about this in the basement. Uh-huh. So when you hear somebody say something, 
You what we always hear somebody talk. Mm -hmm. People always talk. I want to do this. I want to do that. But when you you hear somebody speak mm -hmm. and and turn what they spoke about into existence, yeah. that's a magic and yeah. a power yeah. that we all possess. Yes. If you believe if it, you believe when it. you walk in here, if you don't believe in yourself, when mm -hmm. you walk out, you will you will believe oh, in yeah. yourself. I promise you that. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I've been here for a little bit. I believe in myself more yes. than I ever believed in I, myself I ever before. And that's because of this man. I appreciate you it. know what I mean? If he didn't pour into me and, 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 and chew me up yeah. and spit me out and tell me, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and say, yeah, yo, do this and do that. But then, but then at the same time, build you up yes. while you in here. Listen, you see him can do it. Listen, he's a special man, but we're all that special. Yes, you understand absolutely. what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like we had to do this. Yes, I you know, it. it was necessary because people need to know that you are it. a special human being and you, it, you strive to be greater yes. and to make sure that Every everyone around you is greater. Yes. It's not just him. Yeah. He wants to be great. Yeah. He can be great by himself and be like, I'm greater than all y'all. Y'all yeah. suck ass. Yeah. But he's not like that. Yeah. He's very much like, listen, I'm great. If you with me, we gonna be great. Yes. If this is what we doing, we, we gonna be great. Yes. We gonna we win. All winners. We all win. Yep. So if you ain't trying to win, yep. Don't don't yeah. come around here. Yeah. Cause absolutely. listen, you gonna get chewed up, yep. and you might not like it, and you you can't do shit about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but he, it's it's out of love, folks. You know yes. what I mean? And I appreciate you, bro. I, I love you. Like I'm too, glad yep. that we got to do this. Yes. I'm glad we got to do the second, second half part. of yep. it. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? But listen, man. This is quit the cap. Yes. I'm had this is a dope ass episode. I love it. Fire. Yes. You know what it. I mean? Quit the cap podcast. Y'all know what it is. We'll highlight y'all next time. Peace. Peace.